Hey bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are your hosts, Kevin Ie, and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. This is like somebody's uh, dream episode who thinks we're very ugly, which is probably a lot of people because (laughs) this is an audio only episode and apologies because my audio is not even going to sound that good. So this is going to be an IE audio episode like Kev is making me the star of the show today. Well, and I just feel like you have a lot of thoughts too today on our topic. Yeah. And so I'm just going to and I don't sometimes I like step on your toes a little bit. You know, you mean every single episode. Yeah, I'm literally the toe oh stepper, gosh. toe crusher. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to literally try and make you talk as much as possible more than anything. Okay. And also because I feel like I, in our 250th episode, which we already recorded and will be put out next week, um, I didn't give you enough, you know, airtime in that either. So this is going to be well, your time okay. to shine. I mean, we had some other people. We know that when you're around other people, you like to be the center of attention. So, you know, you're just <laughs> you're just being your natural self. Well, I just I get so awkward at the in-person like when we're all there because it's like I don't want any awkward silences, so I'm yeah, always trying to think of Yeah, you just want everybody to be engaged. I'm just trying to think of like what could we talk about next? Like who am I going to prompt next? Like what are, like what's going on? Right. And actually like for the first 10 minutes of that, I was like, oh, this is awkward. But then I was like, oh my gosh, this is like so much fun. And it actually flowed pretty well. It was fun having some extra people. So I think we should continue doing that. We abs- I mean, in the future. The, the issue is those are our only friends. Like the only other people, yeah. the only other so person who would come same. on probably wouldn't talk. But yeah, right. definitely. And it continue well, fun- to be the same guest stars, but that's okay. It's funny because Maggie texted me something about the tom honestly i still don't i still don't really understand any of it or who the different toms are but something else happened and she was like oh i'm gonna have to come back on to talk about it again and i was like oh maybe like maybe in a few episodes we'll do like a recap situation like we don't need a bravo segment um Every every episode. episode. Well, it's just so there's so many people and so many different like and that's how they stay like popular, right? All the different franchises, people, they're all interacting with each other. But I think it all just confirmed for me that I'm never gonna watch any of these shows. Agreed. Yep, agreed. Not that's nobody's fault. I just am too behind. Like, well, the thing, like you enjoy that's not a show. I'm gonna prioritize, like starting from the beginning on. You enjoy like selling Sunset, right? That it yeah. seems like very similar vibes. I I like that, but like I started that. It's not a show that started ten years ago. Like I don't have right. the time to go back to season one of Vanderpump Rules. You know, right, right. When I've watched, um, I like the Bling Empire about those like really rich Asian oh, yeah. people, and they have a New York City one, and Ooh. some of the characters like overlap and stuff. And okay. it's, I mean, nothing happens. Like, there's really they make drama out of literally nothing. But it's, I like yeah. that everybody's so rich and they go like shopping and stuff, and like they like have crazy parties, which I guess is yeah. the same on Real Housewives. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, Oh my god, totally. This is also Um, new frontier for us because we're not we're gonna try and do this episode not seeing each other. So usually I can see you like nod or like roll your eyes or like on your phone or something. You can I was just looking at my email, my work email, so you could probably (laughs) tell that I was doing that. I can tell Um, when you zone out because then you come back and you're like, uh huh, yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm back. I'm engaged. It's uh, okay. five o'clock. It's five o'clock, so I'm not looking at that anymore. Um, yeah, we're before done. we get just to for the meat of the episode, we are going to be giving like our first impressions of what we've seen of the Eras Tour, which is a lot. Started. We've seen a lot. a lot. Um, so that's going to be the meat of the episode. Um, before we get into that, Kev, is there anything else? Any other life updates? Oh, you're you're trying to put some watching? bread some bread on our meat sandwich today some yeah, some bookends so. here maybe a little tomato a little lettuce um, um okay middle. yes i have watched a few things uh when yeah. i was home you know always my mom and i like to watch like rom-commy hallmarky movies mm-hmm. so we watched mrs harris goes to paris and the reason I even had this on my radar was because it was nominated for an Oscar for best costume design. And I remember them announcing it as a nominee. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. And I'm like, what the oh, hell was that? Yeah. Um, 
but it was it's on Amazon and they the the original was with Angela Lansbury like I think maybe a few decades ago. So this is mm-hmm. like an updated version. And it was okay. just such a nice Saturday afternoon kind of sleepy. Oh my goodness, getting a call. Hey, I can you pause for one second? Sorry. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's about this little old lady and she's like this like um cleaner and she really wants this Christian Dior dress. And this is when Christian Dior was only 10 years old. And so she like saves up all her money and she goes and gets this dress. And there's it's like just tells about her story, like going to Paris and stuff. It's just very cute. And um, so that was a that was like a nice weekend um, watch. And then we did watch Leap Year with Amy Adams. Amazing, but not at the caliber to which Amy Adams should be, I don't think. But it is a good yeah. like. Like that Rachel McAdams movie a time where they're like time traveling. Like it's just like a little nonsense. What is it called? You cut out for a sec. Oh, which one? The Rachel McAdams one or the Amy? Yeah, the Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Um, Rachel McAdams is a. I think that's called About Time, where the guy's like a time traveler. It's it. You know, it's like a. I feel like it's a little bit of a knockoff of uh. What's that one that she's in where they're kissing in the rain and they the lay on the street? The time traveler's wife. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, wait. What's the like one with Ryan Gosling? Um, oh, you know, um, like the, the really famous one. Yeah, the Notebook. The Notebook. Oh, yeah. Maybe it is the time traveler's wife. Yeah. Why did I think it was called About Time? About them time. About it's about them time. I guess it is uh, called the time traveler's wife. There might um, be a movie called About Time. I don't know. Maybe. So those were both very good. And then yesterday uh, I caught up on Abbott Elementary. So I'm all caught up. There's almost there's 19 episodes in this season so far. So that I think it's just so great oh, wow. that they're getting back to like the roots of comedy shows, you know, like having long like 30 rock 25 episode seasons and like you can just binge watch it, which is so much fun. Mm-hmm. So they have I think they're going to have a few more episodes in this season. And then um, there's a new or it's not new, but Kate, this Kate Blanchett movie called Carol is now on Netflix. And it's like this dramatic lesbian movie where like, it's from the sixties and like, she's a lesbian and like, it was very good. Okay. It was just like a random Monday night movie, but it was okay. pretty good. Gotta love a random Monday night movie. You know, just not, not something that you would like <laughs> sit down and watch. It was like a scroll movie, like just something okay. you kind of had on the, in the background and like, it's very dramatic and Kate Blanchett 95. is amazing. 95% of the movies that I watch are scroll, scroll movies. Scroll movies. Um, and yeah, the other 5% are like the ones that I see in a theater and I can't, <laughs> can't scroll. <laughs> That's like your worst nightmare. If you were to be put in hell, i.e., it would be a place where you weren't allowed to use your phone. Like it would be a it movie would be theater like or like class or getting, something. Getting my nails done in a movie theater yeah. that's also up in the air. <laughs> but you also have to like be talking to someone. That's your second part yeah, of hell, like small and there's talk. There's somebody there small talking me the whole Call time. Call him back again. Okay, I am, I'm going to get it this time. Thank you. And like you. So. Anyways, Carol. That's what you've been watching. Lesbians, yeah. Yeah, I've been in more of like a movie mood. Like we watched The Menu again the other day and like I just it's don't. It's just like the, the thrill of the Oscars. It's just in the I air, think it is, know? yeah. And also like, um, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't have any like TV shows I'm currently in the middle of. Like we finished no. The Last of Us. You can talk about The Servant, I guess, but. I don't have one. Oh, oh, yeah. Actually, actually, I am in the middle of this. It's like this really, but it's one of those ones that has a lot of episodes in every season two. And I just finished episode season two and the main character, her like love interest actually got engaged to somebody else, Natasha. So it was a very wait, big like oh, first season I was finale. Like, wait, what show is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't think you happened to say what the show was. And then you were like, okay, never mind. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, alrighty. Um, yeah, so I watched, I've been watching the show Servant for many a years now. And yeah. it was, it was, it went through the fourth season, which is kind of crazy. I'm kind of surprised. Like, I really liked it. Like, I was texting you the other day. I feel like I'm one of very few people that watch the show. Right. Um, but so, so was, what was this season number four? 
yeah, season four. It was the series finale. Um, and I thought it was a good end. Like, it was just a show that you were always just like, what is going on? Like, what is actually real? What is not? Yeah. Like, what is the point of some of this? But so I this think is it, the I one where she had the fake nicely. baby. Yeah. So basically, like, what ended up her, like, the original, the woman's baby died because she had left, she was having, like, major, like, postpartum depression issues, mm-hmm. like, a lot of mental health issues, like, after giving birth. And she, you find out literally in the last season that, because there was always like, did he die? Because there was right. like this baby that came back. It's like, you never really, and it was a show that like, he very well could have been alive because it's just filmed so like weirdly. Okay. Um, So there was always like, I don't know, like, is it him? Whatever. Um, But you find out in the last season that he, like, she left him in the car, like, on a really hot day and forgot oh. that he was in there and like she went out there and obviously he died oh so, my god but she like she didn't remember that happening and then she they got the doll for her as like a therapeutic thing because she was obviously going through like i'm sure that's what people would do in that situation maybe it's like major like traumatic situation and then um then they How hired- do you forget your babies in a car I mean, I guess if you're like that badly in that bad of a spot, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then they hire this girl Leanne to be like a housekeeper and sort of like, cause she, this woman like can't really deal with stuff, whatever. And then that's when this, so there's the doll and then like a real baby is showing up. So it turns out that Leanne is like in this cult and Leanne, I guess, developed this obsession with, the mom because she oh. was like a new she was like a newscaster so she was like a public figure like in philadelphia so she like became obsessed with her when she was younger and would like follow her around and she basically like wanted her to be a replacement for her own mother who was like really terrible to her um so she was like switching out the baby and sort of like messing with them but like it turns out that she I th- I guess like at the end of the day she did have everybody's best interest at heart. She just like was really Who did the up. nanny or the main lady? The nanny. Like oh, okay. the main lady. I mean, she was just pretty messed up overall. Yeah. And this like she did Leanne like sort of took this bait. There was like this I don't know, there was a weird group of like homeless people that hung out around them that were like cult members. I don't know. It's there's a lot to it. But like yeah. in the end, like the mom forgave leanne and like then leanne ends up dying and she like burns herself in the house oh my god so is rupert grint the husband no rupert grint is the like mom's brother oh how is his performance i thought he was pretty good it's weird like seeing him with like an american accent um he also like he like hooks up with leanne the nannies that's like a weird storyline yeah and then the dad is like this, um, he's like a famous chef and he's on like a, he hosts like a cooking game show. I don't know. It's, it's a very intricate show, but anyway, now it's over. I just like, it's so like, funny to me away. that this is the show that you like got hooked on and finished all the way up until the end. Like, I don't even think you ever finished Wednesday and like no. you will finish every friggin' season of The Servant. That's because I like weird twisty things like that catches me. Um, But yeah, now that's over. And then we, the new season of Ted Lasso is out. So we watched the first episode of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the last, it's like the final season, I guess. Um, But that's good. That's always good. What what is, why are they at that White House? What's up with that? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I guess they were like talking about mental health or something. Is that part of the show? Yeah. Okay. It's like a storyline like he Ted is like in therapy and he's like going through a divorce and stuff, so Wow. Well, he is going through know. a divorce with Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Did you see there um, was like a heckler really, really at I've the at the press conference thing? What press conference? At when Ted Lasso was at the press conference at the White House. Oh, no, I didn't see anything about it afterwards. Oh, they did, like, they were in the briefing room with the press secretary, and they were all, like, standing up with her and stuff, and Jason Sudeikis, like, spoke, and then there was this reporter that was like, 
you haven't called on me in seven months, like yelling at the poor press secretary. Oh, like, And she was, she literally turned to them and she was like, welcome to another day, like in the room. And you know what? Jen Psaki started her new show this weekend. It's just like, that is like, that is such a thankless job, press secretary. And like, yeah. Corrine does a great job, but like laughed. people are nobody so mean to her. Long. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I want to go back. I have a political thing I want to ask about Trump related. And then I also want to go back to the mom having issues because did you see the Amanda Bynes situation, how she was like walking yeah. around? So she's pregnant though, right? Or did, or is she not pregnant? I don't think Wasn't she pregnant? pregnant? Well, did I literally make that up oh, in my mind? Wait. Isn't she pregnant? Are you did she lose the baby or something? Let's see. I'm going to Google it. There was definitely oh. a picture of like an ultrasound or something, wasn't there? Yeah, you might be right. Oh my God. You start, it's like Amanda Bynes pregnant, Dan Schneider. Ew. Oh my God. Feet, feet pics. Oh, it says Amanda is not pregnant. But didn't she, did she lose it or something? Maybe that's yeah, why oh she's yeah, having it says, a. There was an article. This was back in 2020. Amanda Bynes' attorney says oh. she's not pregnant two months after news. So she must have lost it. That poor girl. She's been through so much. Or it was fake. I don't know. She, uh, well, I hope she's getting the help that she needs. Yeah. Well, she, and she like called the police on herself because she knew she was having like a mental breakdown. So, yeah, well, she didn't, she like, she literally did what we did after the first pod party. Like, she literally stopped a car in the middle of the street and was like, give me your phone. I need something. And she phone. was like, she was naked, yeah. Where? Oh, she was completely naked? When I guess she, yeah, and I guess she was in, like, a pretty unsafe part of L.A. Um, where's her guy? Isn't she with that guy? Paul. Paul. Yeah, Paul. I don't know. I don't know if they're still together or not. We're thinking about Amanda Bynes. I'm ho- I'm holding out hope. You know, Selena Gomez is doing well. Miley Cyrus is doing well. Hilary Duff's doing well. There's, there's room for another child star, you know, among the... To do stuff currently, okay. currently famous people, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, politics wise, do we think Trump's gonna get like arrested? Like, what's I going don't on? Know. Well, it just seems odd to me that he like made this big announcement about it, and he was like looking for people to protest. So, yeah. well, the whole I saw today, the grand jury is not until tomorrow, so I don't understand why he would why he was saying Tuesday. That, yeah, yeah, and also like, does he did he want like another like January sixth situation? Like, I don't think right. I don't like, think people are going to do he that. Want people to protest, like he's inciting that again. I don't know. And he has so I, hope, many, I mean, I hope he gets arrested. That'd be great. Me too. Oh my god, it would be amazing. Can you imagine? Lock him up. Like I would literally yeah. want Taylor or Taylor Swift. I would want <laughs> Hillary Clinton to be his jailman, like his sitting there with the keys, like <laughs> looking at him. And with Taylor Swift as well. Well, she'll be providing, yeah, some you know, some songs and dance, you know. So Yeah. I the thing is with him, like there's hilarious. so much negative news about him that I almost kind of just turn a blind eye to it you know like it's just like oh and it's in atlanta and it's in new york and he's indicted here and this is like yeah. it's just there's too much well, about I him i can't now. even keep up for like what are the charges here so i don't really i have understand. no it's something about hush money it's something about like he paid a hundred thousand dollars to a lawyer to tell somebody to be quiet or something like that something happened with it and yeah. I've been seeing a lot of like Stormy Daniels again situation. So I'm not sure oh, if she's involved with anything. Like, I don't know what the, and somebody was saying today, like, it's funny that because of the hush money, we're still hearing about this. Like, obviously you didn't, nobody was hushed about it. Like we're still hearing right. about it. I'm Idiot. just tired of hearing about Trump and it would be really great if he went to prison. Well, you know, what's so funny is currently the presidential race for 2024 is Trump and Marianne Williamson. Marianne Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure oh. is. I mean, I guess, I mean, we're going to be finding out more about that this year. Like, that's it has to be coming soon. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to be another fucking election year. Crazy. Well, here's, you know, I've, I've come around to the idea that Biden and Harris could run again. 
you know, I do think they're doing a, a pretty good job, but I would love for Biden to die in office and then for yeah. Harris to be able to be the first woman president, you know? Just for a I just little don't bit. yeah. She doesn't have the she doesn't have the push, I don't think, right now to do it herself, which is unfortunate, but I think maybe we could do it that way. I feel like their whole presidency has just been weird. What do you think is weird about it? I just I feel like I just don't hear much about it, which I guess that's how it is normally. Yeah. When you don't right. have a crazy president. I mean, people the, really don't like Kamala. I'm I don't know enough to know why, but Oh, what do you, like how how do you know that or what do you think about that? I've just heard like I don't know. I don't even know where I've heard that, but I think people don't really like her. <laughs> like, who, are you, who are you talking to? I <laughs> like Democrat, like even Democrat. Like I think they think she's like not really doing enough. That I have heard that. Like she, what is she doing? But the thing is, if you just follow them on social media, it's almost too much. It's like they literally post all the time. They're posting every single meeting they're in. They're posting every like they. And so I think I feel like I'm up to date on everything because I follow her the White House. And I literally see them posting like every single day, every week they post everything that she's done. Like she's everywhere. She's mm-hmm. hosting events. She's like, she's done doing a lot of international work. People want like one thing to be like, Kamala Harris did this thing. And it's like, that's not how the yeah. vice president works. Like she goes and represents the country and no other woman has ever done that in that capacity. Like she's just right. by doing that, she's doing something. But I do, I hear that I get so mad when people are like, she doesn't do anything. It's like, no, I don't do anything. Like she's, I can show you pictures of what she's done this week. Like she's done all these things. It's just like, you're just not informed about (laughs) what is going on. Well, and I guess that's a communication thing that they could work on. Like, and they are doing it with like infographics and stuff like this is what we've done so far. And, you know, really it has only been two years since they came into office. So they're, you know, they're only halfway through, but I don't know. I think they've done. I mean, they do a whole hell of a lot more than all the Republicans sitting around trying to ban drag shows. It's like at least they're doing yeah. something. Exactly. All right. Well, why don't we get into the to the main topic of today's episode? Let's freaking do it. And I would like to I would like for you to start out by saying because in an episode of you episodes ago you said you were going to delete tiktok you weren't going to watch anything you were going to be like head in the sand i don't want to hear anything before we go yeah surprise so what happened to that and there i was friday night hiding in a bathroom at a party (laughs) watching the live stream (laughs) okay talk talk to me more about that situation because you did tell me that and i did think that was a little crazy well, I didn't, I just like went to pee and like was watching some of it. <laughs> like I wasn't in there the whole time, but um, I was watching it on my phone while other people were playing a card game. So that was maybe a little <laughs> bit rude, but whatever. Anyway, so, well, I realized what time it was and like they, I guess she goes on, she goes on stage at, at like, like eight, eight o'clock on the dot. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of nice. I hate when concerts are like, I don't know, they might come out at 930. It's well, like, she has so many things asleep. to do. Like she literally yeah. has so many songs to sing. Like the show is apparently three hours and 15 minutes long, which is crazy. Yeah. She does 44 songs. Um, but anyway, yeah, I watched, um, I watched some people's live videos. I was surprised that people were even able to do that considering like how bad service usually is at a concert. It seems like everybody had service everywhere. Yeah. It was, I mean, the videos, it was definitely a little choppy, like doing a live, but um, I mean, it gave me enough to know like what songs and what I originally saw because I texted you, I was like, Oh my God, she opened with cruel summer. We can get into the set list a little bit, I guess. But yeah, um, I thought I thought her first song was, but she only did like a little snippet of Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Right, which I don't think right. anybody thought that that was going to be her first song. Um, it does seem kind of random. Um, yeah. Aside, I mean, she did it because of the "It's been a long time coming" thing. Hmm. I guess because that like repeats. So what did what do you want to talk? I, there's just so much <laughs> to talk about. Like, do you want to talk about? I don't want to give away too much because we're also going to talk about it when we go to the concert. Oh, I let's huh. give it all away now and, you know, everything that we know now. And then when we go, okay. we'll talk about how it's different in person. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, one thing I want to talk about, we'll just start at the beginning. I think the whole opening is really cool. Like with those big, the, like, I don't yeah, even know. Flag things or whatever. They're like, really, literally it's like, it's very, like beautiful. 
it's very pretty and like ethereal like i like capital it's literally capital vibes effie trinket yeah i love i do um i like the design of the stage i like that the floor like lights up and cha- it, like, yeah. goes along with what's going like i think they design it has to be so fucking expensive i can't imagine and well, i love she- like she's gonna make the- like a hundred million dollars or something on it yeah she's totally fine um i like the um i like the platforms that go up and down in that middle part which i was yeah. telling you before like we literally have the perfect seats because we're right in front of that stage where she right. does most of the show so right. we're like golden um but yeah i like the intro it sort of had like um different songs like interjected in like a little medley and then she like pops out and it's like it's been a long time coming and then she sings like a little bit of Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, and then it stops, and then Cruel Summer starts, which is like, what a way to start the show. Like, well, this is a song, and it, she apparently can sing it live, which I'm I was just, just going to say, you, she's making you eat your words, because you I said know. in 2019 she'll never sing that song live, and now she's doing well, it all around the country. Was, I think she was straining a little bit. It's definitely a little high <laughs> but... Okay, don't you think she's singing over a track? Like she's she's singing over a track during this concert. Oh, for sure. That's how you do a concert. Like you can't just you would die. Like there has to be a track. Three hours of of belting. Like I I can't even imagine. Definitely, she's definitely singing. But like you need to have a track to like help you out a little bit and like keep you on key. Um. But I love, like, I love that she did Cruel Summer. I love that she did the little intro, and she's like, "This is going to be the first bridge," like, it, which is like one of the her best bridges ever. Well, um, so does she bring out those bridges every time there's a bridge, like, or is that she only uses the bridge the first time? What do you mean? She literally brings out a bridge on stage. Oh, I don't know if I you've know. seen those videos. She literally brings out a bridge and she says, this is the first bridge of the night and literally like talks about it like that. So I don't know if she brings out the bridge at any other points during the concert. No, I don't think so. I think she just did that because it was like the first the bridge. First one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I love like I love that she did. I love that she did Cruel Summer. Um, and then so she does. She does love her first. I do like that she split it up like by album like yeah makes it a little less choppy and the costumes and stuff yeah era by era like i think that was really cool um so she does cruel summer the man you need to calm down lover and the archer from lover not Um, the archer i do like that song but i don't think it's really concert worthy yeah where's paper there's a lot of my question yeah I was wondering if she was going to like switch any of those up, but it seems like a pretty core set list at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Especially with the choreography and stuff. Oh yeah. It's like stuff is too staged. She'll really change it up, but then she had, we'll get into that, but she does like the surprise acoustic songs. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so after, so after lover, she goes into fearless. I think the fearless songs were great. Like strong. She does fearless. You belong with me and love story. So much Um, fun. It's going to be so much fun. Good selection. Like that's going to be amazing. Um, any other thing to say about that? I loved her cost. I loved her outfits. The gold. gold. Yeah. Yeah, The gold dress. Really pretty. What, how do you Um, think about her appearance overall? I, well, I was just going to say, I think it's interesting that her hair is just mop city the whole time. The hair, something needs to be done about And then there was the, the part with the fucking static sticking oh, straight up. It looks I mean, awful. I understand. The hair looks awful. I understand awful. they're not going to go and do a full updo for every section. Like, that's not feasible but we but like bangs the whole time three hours of bangs it's the same it's the same hairstyle the entire concert yeah and i that, don't i don't love because she's changing her costumes and the albums and stuff the hair just doesn't fit like that's her folklore evermore hair yeah. midnights even but that's not it's uh like, 1989 hair you're saying 1989 it's like yeah she can't change it that much there's no time but she could have picked something it's so more. moppy. It like is it's distracting so how moppy it is. Yeah, it's it's a problem. It's not even a nice color either. It's like kind no, of it's very dark brown or like kind of like <laughs> dark blonde blah. almost. Yeah, it's a dirty like dingy blonde. Um, 
Okay, so after Love Story, we go into Evermore. She did a lot, like, from her I'm very, I'm pretty surprised, yeah. Yeah, well, it's just, like, the vibe for, like, a stadium concert is not Evermore. Like, I'm glad she did some of the songs. Um, So she starts with Tis the Damn Season, which is just, I don't know. Yeah. There are other songs on the album that I like better. Right. Um, then she does like obviously she's gonna do Willow. I thought it was an interesting choice. She that is she did obsessed Marjorie. with Willow. Yeah, well that was the whole joke. Like she and she acknowledged like that she doesn't actually hate Evermore. And like yeah. I thought that was pretty funny that she did that. And like she clearly does like watch TikToks a lot. So I, I do yep. like that. And she Can did you, show I, was I thinking think she like, showed some personality like in her talking parts, which was good. Can you imagine her FYP? Like it's literally just her. Yeah. Like it's literally just she's just watching about herself her. over and yeah. over and over. Yeah, and like they, people talk about her. Person. Oh, she yeah. probably stays up all night, literally watching things about herself. Oh yeah, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. I do it, and I nobody's even talking <laughs> about me. Anyway. I just watch yeah. my own ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she did. So she did Marjorie. I thought that was a weird choice. I guess it's like dedicated to her grandmother. So she there's like clips of her like people crying are, like crying. It. Yeah. Yeah, I like purposely don't listen to that song because it's like so sad. Um, and then she does do Champagne Problems, which is amazing. Like, I'm so excited to scream that. I love that song. Um, is that the one where she's a uh, uh, messed in the head? What a maids, yeah, fucked in the head. Um, and you just see her facial expression when she does it. She's like fucked in the head. It's great. Wow. Um, and then she ends with Tolerate It. It's just these songs. I like, like that's that song. Track five. I do like it too, but it's just such a, like, it's so intense. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what um, I'm hoping for the Folklore and Evermore songs, that they're, she doesn't sing the whole thing. I hope it's I like she, she does like a little mashup. Yeah, like what she did her with her Grammys performance of Folklore, where she like does a little bit of each song. And she yeah. does have that house that she used in the Grammys performance, too. So I feel like it's going to be very similar to that. Like, I don't yeah. need to hear three minutes of each of those songs. Yeah, I don't think it's the whole song, but I'm not sure. Um, okay, so after Evermore, she goes into Reputation. So I think she does a decent mix from that, she does Ready For It, Delicate, Don't Blame Me, and Look What You Made Me Do. What do you think about reputation, her reputation so outfit? That. It was the one leg. <laughs> With that one weird. where she like puts her legs up in there, it's like, that is, that's dangerous. That is, that's playing yeah. with fire right there. Yeah, she has a lot. She had a lot of like, pretty revealing outfits. Um, so that was that. I love Don't Blame Me Live. That was like so good at reputation. So I'm glad yeah. she's doing that again. Um, and then so everybody's like up in arms because she's kind of shaded speak now and she only sings Enchanted, which I feel like that's probably for a reason, which people are saying. Right. Um, with the re-recording. With the re-recording. But I think it was so like I love her like big ball gown dress. Like it was very pretty. I love that um, song. That whole, yeah, me too. It's such a good song. I'm definitely excited for that one. Um, but this gives me that, hope that this set list will evolve throughout the tour because if she does end up releasing Speak Now Taylor's version, then she will probably add more of that in more, and maybe yeah. adjust the other like albums. I mean, it would make sense for her. Like, what if she does? I mean, there's so many rumors about this shit, but like, if she does re-record them throughout her tour it would be like a full circle moment like she's getting to perform all her songs and mm -hmm. then she's also owning more of her songs um and then so after that is red and one thing about the red set so she wore the she's wearing these like shirts with the words on them so like yeah. the first one says a lot going on at the moment um and then the next one's like something about taylor swift Ooh, who, yeah um, who is taylor swift or whatever yeah, so people are saying that the like the words that are in red font. Did you see this? Mean something. They think that they're gonna spell out "Speak Now" Taylor's version, which like so far it checks, but there have only been two shirts. <laughs> Wait, what um, was the first one? Speak now. No, no, no! Like the words that are in red on the shirt. I know, but the first one was a lot, I think, in red. A lot. It's like a word scramble. Like they the letters? Like word... 
Yeah, the letters. They think it's like I a am word Lord scramble. Voldemort. <laughs> they think it's a word scramble with the red letters. Okay, people, I people need to literally chill. That's what I have yeah. to say. Like, people need to calm down. Well, I'm sure she did put Easter eggs in her show, but who knows what is actually right. I'm just, um, I got that shirt before it even started. I want everybody to know. I literally ordered yeah. that shirt and I have it right now. So I was, yeah. I knew what she was going to do. Well, yours says not a lot going on at the moment. This well, I might have to like put white out on. on it or something. Yeah. Um. Okay, so from Red, she sang 22, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, I Knew You Were Trouble, and then she did the full All Too Well 10-minute version, which is going to be amazing. Uh, you knew she was going to do it, so. Yeah. Um, and then next she goes into Folklore, which she sings seven songs from Folklore. So many. Sleep time. Um, That's a bathroom and break then for me. There's, there's this whole... Um, intro she does with the song seven she like speaks it like it's a poem um Hmm. and then she goes in and sings um invisible string betty last great american dynasty august illicit affairs my tears ricochet and cardigan and she does it they bring like you said before the little folklore shack yeah yeah Um, the house which i like the last great american dynasty i think that's a good one yeah yeah I, yeah, I think it's a cool a cool little set. Um, so that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, she, I think she did. She definitely did the most songs from. No, she did the same for Midnight's, but she okay. probably did a lot from Folklore because it won Grammy a Grammy. Yep. yep. Um, and then after that, she does 1989. So from 1989. Style, blank space, shake it oh, up, wildest dreams. I I'm think gonna that's a cry. Good, good selection. Yeah, it's gonna be. I, I would add a, about. I would add ten more songs from 1989. Yeah. You would please. just have her recreate the whole 1989 tour in the. Concert. I mean, how you get the girl? Yeah, there's like so many good yeah. ones on there we could have done. Um, what about delicate? Like, we need delicate, delicate in there. Is, delicate's there. It's in reputation. Oh. oh, oh my god! Whoops, I thought that was on 1989. Delicate could be on 1989. For sure. Also, I wish she'd do New Romantics. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. That would, or Welcome to New York. Well, then we yeah. have to figure out what we think our special songs are. songs gonna are going to be. Yeah. I don't know. Does she have any songs called Steel City? <laughs> She's going to sing Pontoon. Um, so for the first night, her... Um, so after that, she does her like acoustic set with surprise songs or whatever. So... The first night she did Mirrorball and Tim McGraw. Um, which I would people love, thought, I'm so mad. I would love to hear Tim McGraw. People thought Tim McGraw was like they were doing one, that she was doing one song from debut, but yeah. that is not the case. Other than that, she's not doing any songs from debut, which I think could also have something to do with re recording. The, the Taylor's version, yeah. But then why would she have done more from 1989 and reputation i don't know i don't understand does, does she, oh yeah she doesn't own either of those huh yeah so i don't really know i i have no theories um and then night two in arizona she did this is me trying and state of grace i like state, state of, of grace, grace yeah yeah and then she closes a show with midnights what do you think about that like her putting it i like I thought she would have done Midnight's first just because it's like oh. her new No, album. I think I Lover know. is like upbeat, happy, and then Midnight's is like the reason we're all be there. And it's getting close to midnight by the time it's over. I oh, think I like it at the end. Good. Well, I guess I guess I thought she was going to open with Lavender Haze. Like that's what a lot of people were thinking because she would just say, meet me at midnight. Like that would be a good opener. No, I'm glad she didn't snub Lover. I think Lover deserved a time in the sun and this yeah, is going to be like, it. It was supposed to, it was supposed to have its own concert. So like, it, it's almost like we were going to her last tour, you know? Yeah, and Lover it has Fest. been a long time coming. Yeah, I can, I'm happy with how she did it. I do wonder like, was some of that stuff like left over that they bought for the last tour? I'm sure, <laughs> like, like costumes and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was still like four months out or something, so there was yeah, still so a little they, bit of time. They definitely yeah. weren't. They probably weren't doing like full, already like rehearsals yeah. with stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, like I said, she ended with Midnight. She did Lavender Haze, Antihero, Midnight Rain, Vigilante Shit, Bejeweled, Mastermind, and Karma. 
I think that's Perfect. a pretty good mix. I want question, but that's fine. Yeah. I do love that she I'm glad she did Mastermind. That's like one of my favorite songs. And uh-huh. I love that she ended with Karma. That is just I, like I'm literally I'm not gonna be able to handle Karma. We're gonna freak like, the fuck out. Those jackets and her like little step touch choreo- choreography, yeah. like so I just cute. love that song just, so much. Yeah. yeah, it's just so good. It's perfect. It's the perfect ending. Yeah, I totally agree. Do you think um, she does like an encore? Do you think that's her like encore? Or does she, do you think she just goes straight through? Like she doesn't have time to like through. leave yeah, there's, and... there's no encore. I think people said like the longest amount of time she was off stage was like three minutes. Like she is She hustling. has to be. She has to be. You know what? You know what else I was thinking is she's definitely going to lose weight throughout the tour because like she has to be so oh, freaking tired. Is, well, she is. She has to be so in shape. Like she must like to be running around in the in the air like the vo- voice control part of it. It's crazy. Yeah, it is incredible. Um, okay, so that that's the full set list. One thing I did just want to mention, which this is obviously another stupid TikTok like rumor that's been going around, but I guess at the very end of the concert, like during Karma, there's like this little so the the lover house burns down that's like a big visual that happens yeah so people were like oh she's like leaving (laughs) she's like leaving now you're the sniffles and i'm like coughing now maybe it's because i'm talking a lot that's okay but um so that's like a big i feel like that is pretty symbolic she's like she built up this house of all our albums and now she's burning it yeah now she's burning it but i guess like at the very end there's like this visual of there's this like orange door but like in the very middle of the stage during karma Hmm. so people are like is that symbolic of like her next era is it because they are sort of like they clearly all have a color color. coded yeah is her next like the fire was orange and (laughs) the the door is orange and that's like sort of but she did wear orange during evermore right she wears that orange dress yeah but like the color of that album is like brown brown. (laughs) so i don't know that's just something people i'm sure there is a meaning behind it i don't know if that means her next album i just don't i don't see her like she's doing this whole thing like midnight seemed like a wrap-up of her last stuff Uh i don't really see her releasing a brand new album nope before her like re-recordings are done I this is screaming farewell tour to me honestly and like and it feels good like it doesn't feel I'm not sad about it like she's doing all of her it's basically a greatest hits tour like she's going it's a huge tour she's doing all these things like this is her 10th album like she deserves a break maybe like five years or 10 years or something she's not going to stop making music but like this is a huge endeavor for her this year and you know what else I think is cool about her is like, I do love that she's not married and she doesn't have kids. Like I love that there's yeah. a bunch of girls going to this show and, and boys and everybody is seeing that like, she's a 30 something, very successful woman who's not married, doesn't have kids. Like look, she seems so happy. Like that's what I always yeah. have wanted for her is just to be happy. And she seems and ecstatic seems on this happy. tour. Yeah. yeah. And she just loves her. Like every video you see of her, she's just like, absolutely beaming like yeah. she loves oh, that like, this is where she shines yeah loves her fans and like this is it does sort of i mean i'm not an og fan like from the beginning but like yeah. i understand i kind of understand like seeing old clips and stuff like why her fans feel so connected to her because yeah she was just like a normal girl yeah and, like she sang just, the like, national anthem girl, at the Steeler game truly, yeah like living her dream which is kind of cool it's incredible. Now, yeah. I hope that she does incorporate more speak now throughout the throughout the, you know, tour because I want to hear like mean and like there's a lot of songs and I would love to hear more from debut as well. Like if we're going to do this as a farewell tour, like let's cut some songs from Folklore and Evermore. Those are fine, but like let's add some more debut like twang. I need some twang up in here. Yeah, like I feel like we didn't really capture much of like her beginnings like you belong with me like all like those kinds of songs i feel like she could do one or two of if the surprise song is mean like we're in pittsburgh i'm yeah i think i will catapult myself off of the back of the stadium it very well could that would be a good acoustic one 
Can I can I just have like let's back up a moment because I feel like this I feel like I finally understand what it means to be part of a religion. Like I finally <laughs> feel like I know why people go to church and like sing and like feel that connectivity with people like yeah. Ever since we've started this podcast in 2018, 2019, she's put out Lover, Folklore, Evermore, Midnights. I don't think I've never felt like people are always on her side. I know that she has a big fan base, but up until this tour, I didn't know that so many people were fucking huge Taylor Swift fans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I knew she was, I kind of thought we were on the the outliers. I kind of thought that was our unpopular opinion that we love Taylor Swift so much. But now you see, like, it's probably like half the fucking country would die to get these tickets. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. she is such a, like, a superstar. Like, She's it almost major. makes me a little mad because I'm like, where the hell were you guys when Lover came out, you know, and it kind of flopped? Like, where the hell were you yeah. guys? Like, I don't know. It's just like we were we've been such big fans. And, you know, we've had our roller coaster ride up and down for sure. But like now it's like everybody is this huge Taylor Swift fan. And it's just like, OK, like, I don't remember I you yeah, it's like. like where were you yeah right right and everybody's like sharing the theories and like the getting their outfits ready like it's good but it's just like i don't i just felt like we were so weird because we really liked her like in college i would literally play the 1989 like album at parties and people would be so mad at me but that's like that's what i really like to listen to this is the soundtrack one other thing i want to say about certain groups of people that are at these concerts uh-huh. let's leave the let's leave the kids at home let's just leave them at home yep this is not like can, she's singing the f-bomb she's like she has revealing outfits this is not for the children it just annoys me that like little i'm sure there are little girls that like her music i'm sure and like if i don't know maybe i would have wanted to go when i was a little kid too yeah but i don't know it just seems i guess we're just at a stage in our like we've been fans of hers for so long it doesn't seem yeah. plausible that like a little and didn't i send you a tiktok that there was that little boy playing on playing a Switch? mario kart like yep. he he got a ticket like that's not fair like you have some kid like get a fucking babysitter like use that money on a babysitter well i wonder if maybe they he was maybe into it for like two hours and couldn't do three hours of a concert that is kind I of guess. a long time oh yeah my god i'm gonna be like especially if you know the opener goes on at like 7 7 30 or something so you're there for like five plus hours like it is kind of a long time so maybe they just took a little break but i agree i I don't think i mean if i were the one making the decision i wouldn't let half these people into the freaking stadium i'd be like where were you on you know 2015 when she came out with welcome to new york like what do you what like you know what i mean like there would be a lot more hurdles to get over if you if this were my concert yeah, for sure. I just thought, I don't know. It's like I see people like their parents are like holding them and they're like half asleep. It's like it's past their bedtime anyway. Like why? I, I'm going to be holding you Maybe and you're going to be half asleep too, drunk like a, as a skunk. True. Um, but anyway, like all of this got me really excited. Like there's going to be so much more content from her to come over the upcoming months. It is kind of crazy that like, this is happening in March and we don't see her until June, but uh-huh. it's going to be, it's going to be okay. But that'll just make it like that much more exciting. When we this get is to just like the new way of concerts. Like I just remember yeah. seeing all this Harry Styles videos nonstop for months and months and months. Yep. Like now it's going to be videos of Taylor Swift like, like on nonstop. It's like, the, it's like the first time, like in the age of TikTok, like now that COVID is uh-huh. semi under control that like we're, you know, uh, big concert tours are actually happening. So that'll yeah. happen when Beyonce starts soon. Uh-huh. Like It's going to be, basically you can just see the whole thing. But I actually do like that I can be very prepared with the songs that she's playing, know every yeah. single word, because I hate not knowing a song at a concert. And that makes me want to just sit there and like be pissy and like not well, enjoy it. I feel like I, I do know, know the Folklore Evermore ones, but it's I don't, you know, I'm not going to be screaming along to Marjorie, I don't think, but we'll see. No, I'm, that is my bathroom break. I'm literally going to go take a <laughs> shit during Marjorie. Like, <laughs> 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 Sorry to her grandmother, RIP. <laughs> but it's like so boring and sad, but yeah. 
Um, when what do you think about the diving in the stage situation? When does she oh, do yeah. that? I think she does that right after her acoustic set. Okay. Um, I think it's a neat visual. Like I, I'm sure it's she cool. was doing it for like a little bit of a shock factor. I think yeah. it's cool that you can like see. I initially didn't. I guess I hadn't seen a video of like her. It's showing her swimming in underneath the it. I only saw. Yeah. yeah, I only saw like the actual diving part. But I think it's kind of cool. I think the overall design of the show is amazing. Beautiful. I think they did such a great job. It's going to be like. Oh, that's what they keep saying. Like there really isn't a bad seat in the house. Well, you can ask yeah. us when we're in row YY of the back section. You but, know what um, I'm thinking about that is like when she does, I think it's shake it off or lover or something. All the bracelets like light up and it's a rainbow. Yeah. Like you, it's actually going to be a nice view from up top to see all of that down below rather than if you, you were down you closer, you can't see from the vantage point. Yeah. I'm also very glad that we are not on the floor because I yeah. keep seeing so many people being like, um, the stage is so high. So there are a lot of angles that like, you can't see what's going on, like depending on where she is. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, I guess if you're like a really short person, you definitely should not be on the floor. Cause like, it's just not going to be a very good view. Right. But I think the seats we have the second night Kev, we're going to be hundred level. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be real close. But the mm-hmm. thing is, like, That'd I guess amazing. I like to take pictures and videos and stuff during, but there's really no point in doing that because you could find a picture or a video that's 10, 100 times better than your picture or video. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So we got to be in the I moment. Do, like, I'm sure we'll take one just, like, to put on our Instagram story yeah. maybe yeah. a couple times. But I do really want to, like, especially when we're in our closer seats, like, I feel like that's Listen. probably the closest I've ever been at, like, a big concert. So, like, yeah. I really just want to, like, enjoy it. Because it's a, oh, it's a big deal. I'm excited. Wow, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> um, Sorry, we didn't really even go into the articles that you sent. I um, want to maybe just do the Rolling Stone review. Because they usually do a pretty good in-depth review of everything. Apparently, the they did a New York Times review, and I don't think it was very nice. It was, I read the tweet that they put out. It was like, it's just a little, like, over the top, I think. But, you know, I'd rather, you know, and her fans would rather be over the top than under the bottom, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you want? Um, so, yeah, the Rolling Stone article, the headline is, Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour is a three-hour career-spanning victory lap. Um, the so Rolling Stone literally loves her. Oh yeah! So she introduces the concert. She says, "So tonight we're going to be going on an adventure, one era at a time." Um, I loved the caption. I'm in my era's era. That was I know. whoever thought of that tree. You did amazing. I love it. Yeah. Um. So it says, "How do we measure the impact of a musician in 2023? Streams can be bought. Awards can be finessed. Is it when demand for show?" Tickets leads to a congressional hearing about Ticketmaster mm. policies or mm-hmm. when flight attendants shout out a fan base making a pilgrimage to see a tour opener or when TikToks of merchant inspirations and setless predictions rack up millions of views. Nearly a decade ago, a headline ran declaring Taylor Swift is the music industry. Mm. And those with even the slightest pulse on pop culture can tell she's only grown more omnipresent since. It all led to a warm evening in Glendale, Arizona, where months after delivering her most commercially successful album to date midnight swift debuted a discography spanning set list that lasted over three hours and kicked off an aptly named stadium run the heiress tour has arrived wow that was written so nicely I yeah like that. very eloquent um the sheer length of the set is a feat but not completely surprising considering the breadth of catalog at swift's disposal watching the 12-time grammy winner take the stage right at 8 p.m and continue past 11 p.m. triggers the often overused cliche, who's doing it like her? Well, that is crazy. Um, Sorry to interrupt, but that Beyonce okay. has 33 Grammys and Taylor only has 11. Yeah. But like we've said, like Taylor's one in bigger categories. Yeah. Album of the year. So yeah, it's right, kind right, right. of. Yeah. Um, so they talk a little bit about the openers, Paramore open for her and Gail. Um. She is Kush said, mad he's gonna miss Paramore? Oh, I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't he like Paramore? Yeah. Punk. Um, 
She also said, we're going to be exploring the last 17 years of music that I've been lucky enough to make and you've been kind enough to care about. That's crazy. Um, 17 She years. definitely, she did a lot of like direct addressing of like her fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, it's easy to compare one of Swift Stadium shows to something you'd see on Broadway. Never has, uh, never has that been more true than for the Eras tour. The set list is cut up into acts grouped together by Eras for each of Swift's 10 studio albums. For each era slash act, Swift went full send into that album's look, feel, costume, color blocking, and more. Um, many Eras got a few songs. At one moment, it seemed like Swift's soft spot for folklore would mean we'd hear the entire album because there were so right. many. Um, on the opposite end, Speak Now's part of the show was short but impactful. She only played one song. She wore a stunning floor-length ballroom gown. Um, so she said this isn't, or they said it is not a hastily put together set list with a vague mm. thread of connective tissue. She's taking her audience on a nostalgic extravaganza. Um, been a long road to get to the era's tour kickoff friday's friday night's opener was four projects millions of record sales and over 1500 days removed from the last tour stop on the reputation tour in 2018 it is pretty crazy yeah that it's been that long um and then yeah it says in a in perhaps a sympathetic nod to the canceled lover fest swift began the festivities with the lover era Wearing a jaw-dropping Versace bodysuit, Swift launched into Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince for the opening number. Swifties eager to see Cruel Summer live were not disappointed as Swift strutted down the catwalk towards the stadium center, belting out the fast-paced bridge, she eager to deliver a lot. what stands had then. snatched away from them due to pandemic-related cancellations. Yeah, well, she's not like the best dancer, so I think she just walks. <laughs> I love her, her dance in Karma, where she literally goes like to the right, to the left she's it's doing like a like little it's like buggy. a grapevine yeah <laughs> <laughs> Boot scoop buggy, what the fuck? <laughs> um and then i mean this really goes like deep into each yeah maybe era, we skip ahead we skip ahead do. let's see like what the what the conclusion is um so she did say so this is at the very end she's eventually the singer asked the crowd if they had time for one more and launched into Always. the finale karma with a track, a track with a passionate chorus that's begging to be scream sung in a room of over seventy thousand mm-hmm. who have been waiting for this exact moment for years. Literally. Maybe it's fitting that an artist who's had more than her fair share of ups and downs and at times has been the most polarizing musician alive ends her stadium yeah. tour opener with a song about how she can finally protect her peace. Karma is a relaxing thought, indeed. Well, I just got chills. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I literally did too. <laughs> um, the heiress tour is a feat. It's live music at its highest spectacle and greatest excess. And for most, without the catalog and showmanship of Swift, it would be too much. But 17 years into her career, maybe we ought to stop being surprised when she finds a way to top her own efforts year after year. Um, toward the end of Paramore's set, Swift's good friend Haley Williams said that we had gathered that evening to celebrate Swift's incredible career. There's something funny about a greatest hits concert for someone who's never been more in her prime, isn't there? Mm, so interesting. That was a good article. That was written nicely. Um, it is funny. Yeah, it is. I was a little surprised at how good it is. Like I was. It's right. Like I don't I know why know. I was surprised, but I was like, "Wow, this is really good." It's very good, and it's just going to be so much fun. I guess I was thinking like she would not sing that many songs, so it would be really hard to like get through all the eras and stuff, but she really yeah. is taking her time and like I mean, I can only imagine when they were cutting down the set list and then being like, Okay, this is gonna be three hours of you singing and dancing in sixteen yeah. different I mean, costumes that's probably and she's like, like yeah. the max amount of time that it could have been, you know. Well and I just I know we said this on I'm our two hundred fiftieth. Sure oh yeah. Sorry, um, my, but I hit I hit my watch. Like, let's just um, hope that she stays healthy for the next year yep. and like can do this physically and mentally. Yep. Like, keep wearing your mask. Now, I would love a few more stars up on stage with her, but I guess we'll see what happens throughout the tour. Yeah, I was wondering if she was going to have any special guests. Like, I feel um, we didn't talk about like the other people that have been there, but uh, like the Heim sisters were there. Laura Dern was there. Emma Stone. Yeah, I think those are like the main, main big ones. Yeah. Um, 
but like it wouldn't make sense like maybe when Haim is opening for her like maybe they'll sing one of their songs like maybe right. they'll do Nobody No Crime or something for one of her acoustics oh the acoustic ones <laughs> yeah yeah that would be maybe good. she'll just do that but I think because she's like doing so many concerts like she does have to keep it pretty structured and like yeah I've seen TikToks talking about like how structured her show is like she doesn't really vary much from like it's so rehearsed and right well that's why she's so good i mean there's no variation she can do the same thing over and over you know what i think is interesting is it's a lot of women with her on stage i remember 1989 and stuff there was a lot of like men you know like dancing with her but i don't think there's many men it's it's very female heavy on the crew and dancers she had a guy i know she has like I think she has some like musicians that are guys, but not really okay. the dancers. Um, there was this one showing this one, um, this one guy that I think has been, I don't, he plays some instrument. I don't know, but he's been working with her for like 15 years or something. So oh, wow. she's like kept him in her band for like that long, which is kind of cool. Um, and then there it was seems a guy like people in, like working uh, with her. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, Kev. Well, I need to wrap it up and get ready. Yep. But we um, literally, and I'm, I want to apologize to Dr. Bean because we literally, like, this was a whole hour of Taylor stuff. So you yeah, can just skip a, this one. This is a major infraction, I think. <laughs> and um, we only so, have one more episode to go 249, and then we'll release 250 before our spring break hiatus. Yes. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media at That's the Worst Pod on Instagram and TikTok and at That's the Worst underscore on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review um, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to troll us too, feel free. That's something that's been going on. Um, <laughs> and we are Kevin Ie, and that was literally the worst. Goodbye. Bye.